When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. And welcome back to the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast here on DKPittsburghSports.com. I'm Chris Carter here with my friend and co-host Dale Lolly, kicking it on another Saturday, getting you ready for Steelers weekend. They take on the Bengals 1 p.m. at Heinz Field for kickoff. We will all be there in force. Dale, how you been, my man? I'm good. Apparently better than Steelers Nation is doing. <laughs> no, Steelers Nation is always ready to burn stuff down. Just whenever something happens, if it's not a if it's not a grand win, if it's not even when it is a grand win, there's people that want to burn things to the ground. Um, the late uh, quick quick news update for those who haven't heard: injury report has Ben Roethlisberger in a full practice Friday, which means he will play Sunday. Uh, T.J. Watt still questionable. The only people that are listed out are Deontay Johnson, Carlos Davis and uh alex highsmith almost forgot the last one there um but the three of them are listed as out they didn't practice throughout the week ben did his normal no practice limited practice full practice thing after you know they talk about an injury um but dale tj watts still questionable he spoke to the media on friday saying like you know he feels you know he feels confident but it's just a day-to-day thing is this a game do you think that he has to play for the Steelers to the, the Steelers need to win this because they got a few games ahead, the Packers, the Broncos, the Seahawks, all of those teams are playing really well right now. And this seems like a game that they need to win heading into that stretch, but is it worth risking TJ Watt? If he is still kind of up in the air with this groin injury, if he's ready to play plays period, right. um, you know, and, and he knows his body better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll probably get him to the walkthrough, on on sun on saturday and and they'll make a determination about whether or not he's feeling better or not uh it could go into even sunday uh wouldn't surprise me if they you know go ahead and make the designation uh to mike tomlin typically if a guy's listed as questionable doesn't play him uh but if he's if he feels like he's going to play um you know they may they may lift that designation off of him or they could go into sunday and see how he feels warming up and, and do it that way um, but I, I kind of expect him to play. Yeah, same here. I mean, and, and Tomlin said this on the first Tuesday of the, of the first Tomlin Tuesday of the regular season before TJ even signed his contract, just saying like, you know, TJ is a guy who can jump in and play. Like he compared him to Aaron Donald, how like Aaron Donald commits every practice that week. But if he says I'm ready to go Sunday, you play him Sunday and he will be effective. And uh, TJ showed that in the first week when they played the bills, 
uh, you know, he came out and was, a, was, was, you know, a dominating force and was a dominating force in that Raiders game until he had his groin injury. I'm right with you. I think he plays uh, unless there's like a serious setback that we won't hear about until, you know, about an hour and 15 minutes before kickoff. Sunday but Dale everyone's talking about the offense right now everyone's saying oh the offensive line stinks so oh, Ben stinks so oh, Matt Canada's a bum all these things and like we talked about this leading into the season for weeks how like the offense wasn't going to be you know awesome right away like you know and and again the the expectation for the offense was that they were going to be de- eventually be decent enough to put up points on the board so that the dominant defense can win but people are acting like because the Steelers aren't scoring four touchdowns a week right now that Matt Canada doesn't know what he's doing that he's Randy Feekner 2.0 that Ben Roethlisberger is dumb and that uh the offensive line will not get any better this season and i'm just like like you said this is typical Steelers twitter burning everything down yeah, I mean, you know, anybody who didn't know that this was going to be a work in progress wasn't paying attention. Um, I saw, actually saw some strides from week one to week two. Uh, and here's the other thing about it, Chris. Nobody ever wants to admit that, you know what, maybe the other team might be good too. Exactly. Might, the know, Raiders team played well. They played the well. The Raiders played Sunday. very well. The Bills is a, are, are a very good defense as well. Mm-hmm. They um, shut out the Dolphins. Yeah, <laughs> the next the next week and had six sacks in doing so. This they had two sacks against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is, you know, the quarterback can mitigate some of those, uh, you know, hits and sacks that he takes as well. That, that to me is the big thing. Um, you know, when I look at this game against the Bengals, Joe Burrow's taken ten sacks already this year, five in each game. Um, you know, Ben Roethlisberger has not done that. Uh, the, they have, the Steelers have not given up that. They've given up four sacks in two games. Yes, he's taking too many hits. Yes, they need to run the football better. Uh, but, the, you know, there are better days ahead, uh, you know, uh, more, more better days ahead of this offensive line than I think there are, that are bad days that are going to be ahead of them. So I, I'm not ready. You know, I, if, again, I don't know where people think they're going to make wholesale changes. I don't know who they think three weeks into the season is going to come riding in on a white horse uh, from outside the organization, and they're going to sign an offensive tackle. If there's an offensive tackle sitting out there right now, he either doesn't want to play, right, or he's too injured to play. Exactly, and there's something that there's the nobody out there. Know. You know, give me a, you know if you're going to keep pounding that drum that they need to go out and sign offensive tackles, give me names, tell mm-hmm. me somebody, you know, mm-hmm. let me know who it is. Because I'm willing to listen, but I know that there's nobody out there. You know, just because so-and-so was good five years ago doesn't mean he's good now. Doesn't exactly. mean he's ready to play football, step off the couch, and go out and, and, and play 60 snaps in an, in an NFL game. So, you know, the, Mike Tomlin and, and, and Matt Canada both set, reiterated this week, they're not ready to make any offensive line changes because it's not just one guy making mistakes. And it's not typically – you know, uh, uh, major breakdowns. It's one guy on, on, on a particular play that's yep, yep. given up the, you know, and it doesn't even always have to be the offensive line. Sometimes it's a tight end or the, or the, you know, the blocking backs or whoever not making their block. So um, these are things that are going to get ironed out. Uh, you know, is this line going to be a top 10 unit? No, no, but I never expected it to be. Exactly. That's my whole thing here, Dale, is that 
people who were setting their sights on it, 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 it's funny the 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 parts of Steelers history that people want to romanticize with like they want to romanticize with oh maybe they can get to be the offense of 2017 and 2016 when Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger were lighting it up and Martavis Bryant and then you had a young Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquise Pouncey and David Akeem and all, all these great things with the offense it's like look this team, we always knew if you looked at the roster that the best chances that they had to be a good to great team this year was to have a stifling and dominating defense with an offense that was middle of the road and was, hey, you can you can score when you need to and you could take advantage of when the other team makes mistakes. But you're not going through the offense that puts up 30 points a game like, you know, the, the, the office that they wanted to be in when Todd Haley was was in Pittsburgh and that, you know, everyone everyone was, you know, they had all the superstars. They can be a better unit. And this offensive line, again, it takes time to gel. Trey Turner has talked about that multiple times, including on Friday uh, after practice. You know, this is it, it takes time. For, for that group to come together, even when it's a bunch of veterans who have high pedigrees, like say they go and get Morgan Moses, they may be slightly better right now, but they would not be the coalesced unit that everyone's saying, oh, if you'd sign Morgan Moses right now, they'd be amazing. And I'm yeah, like, no, one, it, one guy doesn't, simple. one guy doesn't fix any offensive line. Exactly. You know, that that's just the reality of the situation. Um, you know, I, I think the Steelers will have more success um, this week moving the football. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things, you know, necessity is often the mother of invention. Yes. Uh, not having Deontay Johnson available for this game. Uh, suddenly, here's the thing that it, the conundrum that Matt Canada faces. You want Deontay Johnson on the field because he's your best receiver. He's the guy that, that is your, you know, man beater, all that stuff. You get the ball into his hands and he makes a play. You want Chase Claypool on the field because he's your stretch. He's your field stretcher, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he's a, he's a physical matchup problem mm-hmm. for opposing defenses. You want Juju Smith-Schuster on the field because he's your best blocker and he's your toughest receiver. You can throw him the ball and he'll get you some tough yards. So you don't want to take those guys off the field and obviously you got to have Najee Harris on the field. That only gives you one other spot Yeah, with your five eligibles. Well, now you take Johnson out of the equation, mm-hmm. and I think you're going to see more double tight end sets. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see perhaps Derek Watt on that the was, uh, times. I was going to ask you, if you didn't say those words, I was going to be like, but what about Derek Watt? Because everyone's and here's the fullback. Thing. The fullback, bringing a fullback onto the field does not mean that you're going to automatically run the football better. Because bringing a fullback onto the field means that the defense is therefore going to adjust Yes. And bring another big body onto the field as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're, you're taking your offensive line, which we know is struggling right now. And you're going to say, okay, we're going to get you out of this nickel defense here where you've got maybe, you know, two 250 pounders and two 300 pounders on, on your, on your line. And maybe you go to three, 300 pounders <laughs> and, right. and three linebackers behind them or something of that nature. That doesn't make it any easier to run the football. I think it, people, it doesn't. I think people are living in the seventies when they think that the fullback is automatically means that if you've got a fullback in the game, that means you can run the ball. I had people text texting out stuff about or tweeting out stuff about, oh, you know, I I long for the days when Roosevelt Knicks would lead uh, Le'Veon Bell through the hole. Roosevelt Knicks played about one hundred twenty five snaps a season. Yeah, a and, season. 
and and Knicks would never have been a stealer had Le'Veon Bell not said that's my guy and I want him around here. Like that was that was very much a specific like, hey, bring him on for this reason. And he had his time. Like he 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 did a good job for a physical bruising fullback in the NFL. But again, those 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 careers are short lived. Um, but and, and I get also beyond the, also the, the old time and is people watch the highlights of Matt Canada offenses of years past, you know, back in the days of Pitt when George Aston used to get all the trick plays. And I get it. There's excitement around it, but it's not that simple in the NFL. Teams aren't going to just, you know, just just fly open and just and just give you these opportunities to, to just walk through. I do think there could be some packages with Derek Watt. I'm not saying that oh, they I, I think close. he gets. I think he gets 10 snaps against the Bengals. I, I think, and I think, and I think there could be some interesting calls when he's on, there could be some run plays where you see him blocking also some pass protection plays where he's in there to help Ben Roethlisberger, but also some plays where, Hey, if they leave him open, Ben might hit him and, and, and you know, give him a, give him a chance to make some plays, but this goes all goes to this running game that people are being very impatient about. And through two games, people have already sealed the fate of this offensive line and Najee Harris. You know, I, I had, I had someone come at me on Twitter uh, saying, you know, because I, I tweeted about how how dynamic of a Christ, of a running back Christian McCaffrey was when he was healthy, and when he was out there, you saw the Texans linebackers just immediately bite to to the line of scrimmage on play action and opening up the middle of the field for DJ Moore to get big receptions over the middle. And then someone came back to me saying, "Oh well, you know, you know, but what about an offensive line? Najee Harris is getting wasted." If you yeah, because that that, that Carolina offensive line is really good. Exactly. First of all, their offensive line. Look, is Twitter not knows everything. Don't you Twitter, know that? <laughs> tw- Twitter knows everything. So. And here's what I posted to, to, to this person. I said, the next offensive five offensive linemen, next five, not like so a whole offensive line of people that you could have drafted were a Landon Dickerson, Tevin Jenkins, Liam Eichenberg, Walker Little, and Jackson Carmen. None of these guys, all these guys are either hurt, not starting, or playing poorly right now. And so if they had taken any of those guys with that first round pick of Najee Harris, you'd be mad. If you're a Steelers fan, because you'd be sitting there saying, man, we didn't pick a good offensive lineman. And now Najee Harris would be somewhere that else. Was a reach. That's the thing. Any offensive lineman exactly. the Steelers would have taken in the first round would have been a reach. Right. Period. End of end of end of story. So yep. th- th- let's not try to make revisionist history here. Uh, Najee Harris was the pick. He was the right pick. Uh, it's just going to take some time to get him going. I'm of the belief, though, that they need to get him 20 touches a game. I don't care how they do However it. However they do it, I'm right with you. I don't care if it's five runs and 15 catches. Get that guy the football. Yeah, I'm I'm right. I'm right here with you. That was the reason I did my classroom on throwing him the football. I broke down how in 2014, when the Steelers offense went from ranking in the 20s to ranking in the top 10, it was because Le'Veon Bell, he didn't run sophisticated routes. He just ran up two yards, turned around, and if Ben didn't see what he liked, he hit him and then he got yards. And 829 of his 854 yards that year were after the catch. Look and, at what the look at what the Titans did last week with Derrick yep, Henry coming yep. back. They actually he had six catches in that game. That's his career high. Mm-hmm. And he, he was know, never a receiving back. He's always been a right. power back. You just get speed. those guys the ball in space. You get them out on the edge. If you're having if if the issue is well, it's too clogged up in the middle of the field to run the football. Get that guy out on the edge. Exactly. Get him different looks. Find different ways to feed, feed him the football. You draft and all he's going to do is beat one guy and, oh, hey, there's a 25-yard touchdown. Exactly. <laughs> I'm right here with you on that. Yeah. Bottom line, this offense ain't nowhere near done. We ain't seen we, – seen, I think we, we've barely seen the tip of the iceberg, but a key thing that we, we, we probably will see moving forward is they need to feed 
Najee Harris the football. We're going to take a quick break from this. We come back. It's NFL Picks time. We'll go through all of our picks Sunday through Monday to get you ready for the weekend. Chris Carter and Dale Lolly here on the Lolly Carter Steelers Podcast. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Back here on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast here on DKPittsburghSports.com. Remember, you can download the show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are hosted. Check us out on there. Dale, let's get right into the picks, man, uh, because uh, it's an interesting week. I, I got a few really good games that I'm looking forward to in some matchups here. Um, oh, by the way, because I know you were really big last week about me talking about the results, but I won last week. So just uh, how did you win? You picked the Bengals. No, I didn't pick the Bengals. You picked the Bengals. I did not pick the Bengals. You the picked the Bengals because difference... I said, how could you pick the Bengals? Over you said that the uh, the Bears were a playoff team. No, see, you before. tried this last week. You, you said the week before that I picked the Bears to win, and I did not pick the Bears to win, but I did pick the Bears to win this week or last week, this past this week too. So get out of here with that. Our only difference, as stated at the end of that podcast, was you picked the Chargers and I picked the Cowboys. And since the Cowboys won, I won the week. So in your face. What was the week one standings? I don't know. I didn't count. You're, you're, yeah, you're just ignoring <laughs> that. We had five different picks and I won. So, yeah. Well, okay. Keep well, talking. We're one then. to one keep, in weeks. Keep talking there, Mister One and One, fantasy football player. Who's Who's Mister Two and O oh here? Huh? That's fine. You huh? You won. You beat some other team that wasn't me. Good job. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's get let's get to the picks here. An interesting NFC AFC matchup that I think will end up uh, going the way of the AFC. Washington at Bills. I know Washington has a has a good defense, but come on, the Bills are too good. The way they played last week, I don't see Washington walking into Buffalo and handling this. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills here. I think that they're the better football team. I think they got things kind of figured out, and Josh Allen's not playing well. Uh, but I think that that Washington secondary can be had. Yeah, I, I, I'm right with you there. Interesting Midwest matchup here. 
Bears at Browns, both are one and one. I know you're down on the Bears, but I'm going with them the Bears stinks. I think Justin Fields can. They, t- to Rod Taylor was carving up the Browns last week. Like he's he, a veteran. If if he didn't go down and Davis Mills come in, the Browns would have lost that game. I think that Justin Fields is significantly better than Davis Mills. I think he catches the Browns napping at home. They're going to start one and two. Do you think the Browns win this game? I think the Brown. I think the Browns win the game. I think the Bears cover. I think Fields will create some problems with his feet uh, for their defense in that game. But he's going to make a mistake at some point that probably costs him the game. I, I concur that he will make a mistake. I just think also think Baker Mayfield will make more mistakes, and I think that he's uh, he's feeling himself a little too much. But that's just me. But there's our first split. You take the Browns. I take the Bears. Ravens at Lions. I mean Ravens. We're just both taking the Ravens there. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no questions. Same thing with Cardinals and Jaguars. We're both taking the Cardinals. No way we take uh, the, the Jaguars in this one. But you this don't is- think Urban Meyer gets his first career win? <laughs> I don't care what he did in college. Like, there was a stat. Well, this was, when the Jaguars lost their week one game, this was the first time in Urban Meyer's career that he started 0-1. I wonder I why. When he I didn't why. coach in high school or coach in college, doesn't count. Doesn't count. NFL stuff only, and he's not an NFL coach. Oh, oh, it's because you mean he didn't get to play Valdosta State? Like, like right. he didn't on. get to pick. He didn't get to pick his opponent. <laughs> get out of here with that. Anyways, yeah, we're both Cardinals, both Ravens. All right, AFC West matchup. This one's interesting. It's Chargers at Chiefs. Both teams one on one. Chargers lost a heartbreaker last week. Chiefs also lost a heartbreaker last week. But I'm going with the Chiefs, the home team. I don't think that the Chargers are ready that yet, but I think they could be better by midseason whenever these teams match up again. I got the Chiefs at home. Uh, they're not going to lose two games in a row. I'm with you. Uh, I trust them to not do that a lot more than I trust the Chargers not to lose two games in a row. Same here. I, I'm on the boat with you. Now, here's a here's the matchup I keep flopping back and forth on. Saints at Patriots. It's one-on-one at one-on-one. The Saints. You are a well-known flip-flopper. Y- yes, I, I do flip-flop a lot. Um <laughs> But uh, uh, Saints, Saints at one and one, uh, they had a really great week one against the Packers and then got outed by the Panthers last week. The Patriots got lost, lost to the Dolphins in week one and bounced back week two. Um, I'm going with the Patriots because they're at home and they scramble headsets, man. That's about a, that's about all I got here. I just don't trust Jameis Winston yet. Not that I tr- trust Mac Jones either, but I feel like Bill Belichick will put together a scheme that will protect Mac Jones better than Sean Payton does for Jameis Winston. I saw this stat today, Chris. What's up? There are 70, I think it's 78 players with more total yards right now than Alvin Kamara in the NFL. Uh, Bill Belichick will find a way to take him out of the game. That's really all you got to do against the Saints is make sure that Kamara doesn't beat you because they don't have anybody else. Right. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take the, uh, the Patriots at home as well. There I thought we Sean go. Payton was an offensive genius. Yeah, I think that was more so he had Drew Brees and a bunch of weapons for several years. Yeah. Um, here's a toilet bowl game. Falcons at Giants, 0-2 at 0-2. I literally flipped a coin on this one. I'm just picking the Falcons just because I, I really don't trust either team. I could pick the Giants, but meh, I, I don't trust Daniel Jones. I feel like he'll make more mistakes in this game. Give me the G-men the all G-men. day long. Their defense is actually an NFL defense, whereas the Falcons don't have a defense. And uh, I, I think that the uh, – I think Saquon Barkley gets loose a little bit this week. I need him to. He's on one of my fantasy teams. Um, one of your but, losing fantasy teams. Uh, no, I, this team is 2-0. You need to calm down. Um, but uh, anyways, Falcons I, – so I got Falcons. You got Giants. So our, oh, we have some splits here. Uh, I have the Bears. You have the Browns. 
you have the I have the Falcons, you have the Giants. I think those are our only splits so far. Moving right along here, Colts at Titans. I'm sorry, I don't believe in anything the Colts have shown me so far. I got to pick the Titans. Yeah, the culture might be cooked after three weeks. I'm taking the Titans. Another one I think should be easy. 2-0 Bron- Broncos hosting the 0-2 Jets. <laughs> the yeah. Jets stink. I'm just taking the Broncos. Yeah, I'll take the Broncos as well. Um, you know, the Jets might be right there with the Falcons among the uh, worst teams and the Jaguars. Those three teams, they're, they're going to be vying for the number one overall pick all season long. Deck the Broncos there, just Yonkos. Um, Dolphins at Raiders here. Dolphins 1-1, Raiders 2-0. Um, I, I like their way the Raiders are playing, and, and they didn't get smoked last week, and they do have their starting quarterback, unlike the Dolphins. I'm sticking with the home team here, Las Vegas. Yeah, you know, they, they played this same game last year, and uh, the Dolphins went out there and won with hmm. uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick coming off the bench to, uh, hmm. to, to save that one. Uh, he's not on the team anymore. I'm gonna, no. I, I like Jacoby Brissett, but I'm taking the uh, I'm gonna take the Raiders here. Although I think it'll be close. Here's my game of the week: the two and Buccaneers at the two and Rams at four twenty five kickoff. I, I like both of these teams. I think they're both going to be serious contenders in the NFC playoffs. But I'm sorry, I'm not betting against the Buccaneers until I see them lose maybe this week. And I like the Rams, but I, I like the Buccaneers in this game. It will be this week. I'm taking the Rams, who are my Ooh. Super Bowl pick, coming Ooh. out of the NFC. Hey, look, the Buccaneers aren't going to go unbeaten. No, they're not. I, I have them losing several and, different points this season. And the Rams have, you know, the Rams have a more difficult schedule. I, I think that the I think the Rams get this one, take care of business here. That'd be a very interesting thing. I'm sure um, a lot of people would be would be happy to finally see the Buccaneers lose. They haven't since what, like week ten of last year. Um, it's been it's, it's been a minute. Uh, since they Plus, they play the Patriots next week, and that's so going to be hilarious. You get, you get Tom Brady looking ahead a little bit. Yeah, that 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 could very well. Okay, I see what you're doing there, Dale. I'm sticking with the Buccaneers. That is our third split here. You got the Rams. I got the Bucks. Uh, Seahawks at Vikings. I mean, the Vikings. That was just a heartbreaker that they lost last week, missing that field goal. They've um, lost two heartbreakers. They could easily be two and zero. They could easily be two and zero. But I'm going with the Seahawks. I can't bet against Russell Wilson against the team that doesn't know who they are yet. Yeah, I got to take the Hawks here. The uh, Vikings pass defense has been among the league's worst. Uh, They will light them up. And Dalvin Cook probably doesn't play. Did you get a chance to listen to the local radio broadcast of of that Vikings loss last week? No. So they're they're calling the the field goal at the end where the Vikings just have to make like a 45-yard kick and the kick goes up and the guys that are doing the game live on air are like it's good it's good oh no he missed it wide left and like the whole like you you just hear the sorrow and the despair break out into their radio booth because they legitimately thought and announced that the vikings had won that game and then it was just like oops that happened and all of a sudden they didn't win that game it was so sad i think they go zero and three it's not the vikings year this year um packers at niners one-on-one packers at two and oh niners i know the niners are undefeated but the way the Packers played last week, I'm not betting against them right now. They played Detroit. The I get Packers, that. The Packers. So did the de- Niners. The Packers' defense is a problem. Their so, defense the, the is Niners a real gave problem. Up more points to the Lions when they played. Yeah, but it was all slop time. This is true. It was all this garbage time. Uh, the, the the 49ers were easily in 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 charge of that game the whole way, uh, and and I also think that Green Bay's offensive line, which we're going to talk more about next week, is a problem for them. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and take the 49ers in this game. That's an interesting, so we got four splits now. So I, so I believe, uh, four picks where I'm right and you're wrong. Oh, okay. Okay. Calm down, buddy. You're, you're, you're on a losing streak right now. So stop it. 
Um, uh, we have our Monday night football game, good old fashioned NFC East showdown Eagles at Cowboys. No way I'm picking against the Cowboys right now. They are playing much better football than Philadelphia. Oh, if it's much better football than Philadelphia, but they're playing better football than Philadelphia. I'm taking the Cowboys at home. Micah Parsons is a bad dude. All right. So through these picks, I believe we have what four, uh, four games were different. You have the Niners. I have the Packers. You have the Giants. I have the Falcons. And mm, what was our fourth one? I know we have, I know you have Browns and I have bears. I think I'm missing one somewhere. Hmm. The Rams and the Buccaneers. You had the, you had the Jaguars and I had the. Uh... I know. Don't see it. See, <laughs> I know you. I know how you try to sneak these things in. I no, I never picked it. I haven't. Just picked remember, one. everybody. Chris picked the Jaguars. I never picked the Jaguars. Jeez, jeez. You Two. picked the Falcons. I picked the. You picked the Giants. <laughs> the Look Giants. They stink. They both stink. They the broke. Giants, this is going to be a toilet bowl. And the, the Giants toilet bowl are the Giants happens. are a much better team than the Falcons. And they'll still find a way to lose. Watch a guarantee. I was watching that that last game with Taylor. Or Taylor. The Falcons are the kings of finding a way to lose. So are the Giants. I was literally watching that game with Jenna Harner. We're watching the game. She's a Giants fan. And like when when the when Washington missed the kick, we're all like, "Hey, Jenna, your team won." She never broke eye contact with the TV. She's like, "Nope, they blew this somehow." And sure enough, there was a flag, and they had to re-kick and watch it. It was a phantom flag. It was a phantom flag, but she knew, and because she, she knows the pain of being a Giants fan. And he, he, uh, that's the problem. You can't, you can't be a fan when you cover the NFL. <laughs> you can't All do right. it. Fine, final pick here. The big game everyone's talking about. She will be different here too because you're picking the Bengals, right? Oh, totally. That's exactly what I'm doing. Um, Bengals you- at Steelers, one and one at one and one. Before we give our final score predictions, what do you think is the big turning point of this game or the biggest factor in this game that determines, determines the outcome? The defense had better start getting some turnovers. Yeah. Um, you know, they need to do that. Burrow threw interceptions on three consecutive passes last week. He is not – he doesn't look good right now. Mm-mm. He's not in a good place. Uh, the Steelers will rush the passer. They'll get after him. His sack percentage right now is 15%, <coughs> which means – if he threw 100 passes, he would be sacked 15 times. That's not good. <laughs> it is absolutely not good. He was sacked 38 times in 10 games last year, and his sack Jeez. percentage was 7.5. So he's, he's, at twice, he's at twice the rate that he was last year. Uh, it's not good right now. He's holding the football. He's not scrambling. He's run, he's run the ball once for two yards. Um, the Steelers are going to get after him. They'll force some turnovers. Uh, I like the Steelers 24-17. Yeah, I got a similar sort of score. I said I wanted to be weirder, so I said 26-13. Um, well, you're just, always weirder. Yeah, so. yeah, I try to be, man. That's how, that's how I make my money. Uh, but 26-13, just a, 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 a weird game, but the Steelers will the Steelers will put up enough points. You might even see some defensive points in this game for the Steelers, but I'm right with you. The Steelers have the best pass rush in the NFL. They're going to get after um, – they're, they're going to get after these guys and the Bengals are going to just be under siege. They may get some pressure on Roethlisberger, but not nearly as much as the Steelers get on Burrow. Um, I, I think the Steelers control this one um, throughout the game, and by the fourth, mid-fourth quarter, everyone's kind of looking for the exits as far as like, all right, what's our what, – what, how, do, how, do how do we get up out of the North Shore of Pittsburgh and get to our next des- destination for, uh, for the 4 o'clock game? So um, we both have the Steelers there. So, again, we only have four splits. I picked the Bears. You picked the Browns. Um, I picked the Falcons. You picked the Giants. I picked the Bucks. You picked the Rams. I picked the and Packers. You picked the Jaguars, and, and I picked the Cardinals. I did not do any such thing. Stop it. 
See, everybody where, remember Chris now, picked the Jaguars. You see I what he's trying Cardinals. to do to you all? Don't, no, don't let him coax you into thinking this. If you, you know, tweet and tweet at us that you know you you you, you, can, you can let us know that that, that like you you see what you're Dale's trying. A, you're to such do. A, an Urban Meyer apologist. How am I That's an <laughs> Urban Meyer apologist? Where am I? I hate Urban Meyer. What are you? What are, what are we doing here? We're just creating just narratives that don't exist. Someone's going to tweet at me and say, you're an Urban Meyer apologist. And I'm like, no, this is Dale. I'm going to start him. tweeting that out. Chris Carter's an Urban Meyer apologist. <laughs> My goodness. Dale, it's always fun to do the show with you. Thanks as always for being on. I'm Chris Carter. He's Dale Lolly. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Download it on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the place podcasts are hosted. Also support everything we do at DKPittsburghSports.com with our podcast network. we got a lot of shows coming out every day of the week. It's awesome. And don't forget, we will be at Heinz Field covering the game live. You want to check out all that coverage at DKPittsburghSports.com. From Chris Carter and Dale Ollie, thanks for listening. Be back in your ears next week.